Hiya folks, if you're new in town, don't be shy and just stand by. Let me explain to you how this works. Feeling bored or lonely and you need someone to watch cartoons with? Then look no further, because I'm here to play in your ear. You can listen to the podcast alone or alongside the cartoon. The choice is yours. Either way, let's get to tune along. Hello and welcome to another episode of Tune Along. Uh, today, I decided, you know what, going to watch another episode of Reboot. And I think I'm just going to go with the flow and watch not necessarily one series at a time, but I think I'm going to watch uh, for the major shows anyway, um, for my major shows anyway, I'm going to watch uh, In Sequence. Um, I just think it's going to be cleaner. Um, it's going to come out better and, you know, the storyline is going to flow better, but maybe with some other shows that maybe I don't want to watch the entire series. I just want to watch a few hand, you know, a handful of episodes. Uh, I might just go random with those, but, uh, anyways, uh, yeah. So thanks for, uh, thanks for tuning in everybody. Um, I'm uh, I'm still trying to figure out how the format how I'm going to do this. Well, basically, for those of you that are new, Tune Along is uh, basically kind of like an audio commentary podcast sort of thing where you watch an episode of your of your favorite shows with me. Uh, say, like, give an example, like Reboot. We're watching Reboot Season 1, Episode 2 right now. Uh, you may have seen it a hundred times, uh, like, you know, like uh, like everybody else in the area, not myself. I didn't watch this a hundred times, but you know what I mean. And maybe maybe you just want to have a different uh, perspective, or uh, maybe you, you just want somebody to watch along with you. You're bored, you're lonely. It's late at night. Uh, you're used to watching these shows at night and with nobody there, and maybe you just want to change things up a bit, spice add a little spice to your eyes and ears, and and see what happens. So, anyways, without further ado. We're going to watch Season 1, Episode 2 of Reboot. And it's called Racing the Clock. And the episode, 22 minutes, 35 seconds. And we're going to start in 3, 2, 1, start. Uh, there we go. Made in Canada down there. I just realized something, okay? At the beginning of the intro to Reboot, there's all those different uh mainframes i guess that's what it's be that's what it is right because he goes into one and he even says i come from the net meaning he's from the internet so if bob's from the internet i mean i've I've obviously missed out on a bunch of uh details from the show but let's just pretend like it's fresh right that's what it's that's what's fun about this i mean for pete's sakes they have those freaking lobotomies for people that want to rewatch series and have a fresh start, you can just watch a, a screen and have patterns flash in your eyes and it wipes your memory of, uh, of those shows. So at this point, uh, it's been a while since I've watched these. Um, I do remember obviously some parts of the show uh, very well. Uh, but anyways, so Bob's from the net and I'm trying to remember, but there's an there's an episode where they go to the net, and I feel like going to the net is a new venture. So I don't know if that's a mistake in the intro. Ah, cool. The diner. I love diner episodes. There's a diner with all those pop ups. What's it say? Enzo's something service. Yeah, those screens are awesome. They're like tablets. They look exactly like tablets like today. 
But I think it's supposed to reflect the windows from Windows 95, probably from the time. And those characters is John Luke, John Luke Picard. So they're Trekkies as well. Okay, they know their they know their Star Trek. They like their Star Wars. I'm trying to I'm trying to pin like some of the references. Obviously, I'm not going to get them all, but I'm just trying to look even behind there in the sign. It says Enzo's recovery something. Cinematic Enzo. Anyways, but yeah, those those windows are pretty cool. Back then, it was like anything to entertain. Just put put some windows, make it flash. Sweet, yeah. I guess because Enzo and daughter are the same colored skin, they must be uh, they must be brother and sister, right? According to this, and he's wearing uh, football pads. Dot's diner. So does does Dot own the diner? I forget. There you go. So there's Megabyte appearing, like in episode one, he disappears out of nowhere. But this time he's calling. He doesn't just flash up and go, "Hey, I'm here." And there he is, just sitting in his chair, like the uh, the nineties stereotypical nineties villain sitting in the chair. I, I feel like Inspector Gadget's the pioneer on that one. Megabyte's such a cool villain. <laughs> I'm going to be your friend, Bob. Vid window. Huh. Oh yeah, they're like the bodyguards. Hack and slash like the bodyguards. Oh, I'll never forget that episode of Reboot where... Uh, I think it was Enzo was or Dot was hopping on windows like a bunch of those windows and everything was getting deleted and there was only enough memory to generate those few windows to make steps to get somewhere on the platform. Ah, that's wicked. I know he changes legs. I feel like I remember that. So wait a minute. Okay. We just learned something big on Reboot right now. Um, hacker slash wherever the, the red one uh, he just put his hand through a window and handed Enzo something through the window I mean that defies all logic in uh, in this show because you could just defeat you could just defeat Megabyte by throwing something uh, in there you know what I mean you, you just think of all the pop- possibilities of uh, winning in game oh that's a question I have can you open windows in games because if you can well, I'm sure you know. I'm sure you guys could probably figure out an even better option. But, yeah. It's a tool. It's a tool in itself. Okay, those orbs. Those are the uh, the same orbs in the game. In the PlayStation 1 game. And he's doing the same thing with Glitch. Just like you do in the game. So, I feel like they... they the, <laughs> I feel like when they made the game, they, uh, they said, Hey, guys, uh, read your source material. And they watched only the first two episodes. Because... <laughs> Because literally the diner and that are in the game. Unless they went with like, because um, I don't recall all the levels. I think they're like 15 levels or something like that in the game, 18 levels. But I do remember the first level having having that, the glider, the hover hoverboard, and uh, 
and glitch glitch capturing like those orbs it's a spark from mainframe no joke i just noticed that his name is written on his back first time i noticed it says enzo on the back oh yeah that's a good villain hexadecimal Hexadecimal, yeah, the female Megatron, honestly. Sorry, did I say Megatron? Megabyte. The female Megabyte, I just realized that the same, same guy. Isn't Megatron and Megabyte the same voice actor? No, I got it. Anyways, they sound the same. They're so identical. Mega. Anything with a Mega, you're the bad guy. But yeah, I was saying about Hexadecimal, she's... She reminds me of like the female version of uh, of Megabyte. It's his sister, right? It's Megabyte's sister, so that, that makes sense. But also, she's got those Joker, Harley Quinn esque features as far as like mental health issue in a in a villain. Because I remember that one episode. Because she's she's got schizophrenia or something or pers- pers- personality disorder. She's basically switching masks. Doesn't know who she is. And obviously there's a computer uh, tie-in with her name, like hexadecimal, hexadecimal code. But I want, I, I'm not too savvy with when it comes to, uh, to all that stuff, but uh, I'm just wondering uh, if even like her, her look has something to do with her name, has something to do with computers in itself. And that's mouse, obviously, with even the ball. You can tell the little roller ball underneath for the track uh, trekking ball whatever you call it for back in the day okay so hexadecimal uses him to spy like i said in the previous you know the, the first reboot episode you can just open up a window and see what's going on but maybe that's a obvious maybe everybody knows maybe if you do open a window you need to have a user in front of that window and you can't just open it anytime uh, see what happens Mouse. Oh, yeah. I'm, if I recall, I just want to see her lair. I don't remember her lair that well. All I remember was her lair getting totally destroyed and being decorated or something. And I think, if, I, if I'm mistaken, is this Lost Angles, which is supposed to be a reference to Los Angeles? Yeah, those hoverboards. Whoa. Just went through a portal. Wait a minute. Oh, boy. Enzo, man, come on. You're going to Hexadecimal's lair. Wake up, bud. Oh, Bob's going to bring a gift to Hexadecimal. Is that what's going on? Because I'm watching, but I'm not really listening. Because I don't want the volume too high. A gnome. Those are gnomes. Ooh, dropping the bomb. (laughs) Bob, just fly up, man. Whoa. Who's more powerful? 
hexadecimal or megabyte? Obviously, megabyte's got the, the strength, but hexadecimal definitely has the mind game. Like, just think about it. Like, look at that. That's a cool character. Very cool character design. Even the way the mask moves. It's creepy. Even as a child, even as a kid, um, you know, you're eight years old. I'm talking about back in the 90s, not today. Eight-year-olds today are different. Back in the day, you know, you, you're watching this on a Friday night. I remember Reboot would play somewhere at eight, around 8.30. Uh, we'd have maybe two viewings. But anyways, on, it would sometimes play on Friday at like 10.30 or 11 o'clock at night. And whenever whenever I'd be alone in the basement and Hexadecimal would, would appear on the screen, I, I don't know, I'd, uh, I'd be freaking out a bit. Some felt weird about that mask, just uh, the plain uh, the plain look. Just I know what it is. It's the those those blank eyes just staring, you know. And when she's not talking and just staring at you, and you're you're thinking like, uh, is the TV frozen? Is she's you know she coming out of the TV? Oh yeah, Mouse doesn't talk. I thought I thought he spoke just there. Yeah, and she, the way she moves reminds me of, um, oh, I'm drawing a mind blank, sorry. Uh, not, uh, from Beast Wars, um, Black Widow, uh, what's her name there? She, she reminds me of her, the female tarantulas, basically. Oh, man. I wish they would make him... There he's... I was like, blink, Enzo. Please blink. And the way they, they try to make... Just think about it. For back then, they had nothing... No reference to go on as far as CG shows. This was all experimental. Even YTV would have uh, these little two-minute, one-minute uh, CG video clips... Uh, just to showcase the art that they could do with it. And this was, honestly, I'm pretty sure this is one of the first shows to to make a full show uh, using CG and animation, or at least uh, one of the first. Uh, so it probably had very little reference to go by or, you know, previous material to look at. Or So, you know, I give them all the break in the world when it comes to um, emotions and expressions. They didn't, ha they didn't have the technology. They're, they're pioneers. So as far as I'm concerned, uh, just watching it today, the detail in the clouds, the detail in the way the game falls, uh, the detail in the streets with the, the cars and everything, even that cube coming down, it's, it's very well done for its time. Honestly, it's very well done for its time. And I've even heard a lot of people say that in the new reboot on Netflix, um, they brought Bob back, and even that doesn't look as good as, to, as, uh, as this stuff. Yeah, you got that gloom. They're going in the game. You can feel it. Oh, they're not going in the game, but Bob went in the game. The music, too. I forgot about the music because I'm not really hearing it, but the music, too, is really good. Okay, yeah, so you got to enter the game from the bottom. And this is the racing game. I think it's the F1 racing game, if I recall. Some kind of, maybe some kind of wacky races. Oh, yeah. Definitely watching rack, wacky races. If you have, if nobody's watched rack, wacky races, who's whoever's listening, uh, honestly, it's a show from Hanna Barbera back in the day. We got, anyways, 
long. I'm going to talk about Reboot because we're watching Reboot, but yeah, here we go. Racing. Yeah, it looks exactly like a map from any racing game. Generic crowd uh, textures, the ones and zeros. Obviously, they're the henchmen. Reboot. So I guess he's part of the car. He is the car. Because he, it's not like he walked into a car. He rebooted as a car. The user. I guess he has three lives. That's what I'm saying. What if they made a reboot game disc, you know, CD disc, you pop it in, and it's a racing game, and you are the user, and you're playing against Bob. What if they made that kind of game? Or Bob is the computer, and you're playing against the computer, and you're the user. So, you know what I mean? Oh, Cefeli. There's supposed to be, like, Pirelli tires in the back. but Come on. Come on, Bob. Come from the net, man. Come from the web. You got to know how to do all these things. And uh, also, the user... Like, this is assuming mainframe is the same computer every time every episode uh but the user seems to play only one game here he's got a tons of games and he only plays it once yeah racing <laughs> i don't know i'm just weirded out by uh because, of course, they're not going to put too much detail in this. It's only one episode, right? And in games, like whenever they go in games, I don't expect them to pay as much attention to, de to detail because they're only going to use it for one episode, like I mentioned. But uh, I don't know. I just feel like, I don't know, it doesn't flow that well. This isn't as good uh, as Mainframe, but Mainframe is so well designed. Well, the characters here are well designed, too, if you look at it. Cefeli, right? Is that what it said? McGinley. It's got a name on the on the one of the panels, McGinley or something. I wonder if any uh, any of the creators can, did some cameos, put a little uh, texture in the back or something. Now McGinley Motors grids. Oh yeah, so it was a bomb. Oh, man. Yeah, that guy's literally holding that sign up only for Bob. <laughs> oh, you got items in this game, huh? An F1 racing game with items. So, wait. If... Because last episode, Megabyte was in the game. And I forget. No, Bob won. But what happens if you lose? That's what I'm saying. Because if if Dot wins, then doesn't doesn't that mean Enzo and Bob lose? Or are they counted as like Team Computer? You know what I mean. But then wouldn't Megabyte be part of Team Computer? Or is he part of like I'm guessing Team Villain Virus? Oh, that reminds me. That was Hovercrafts. Reminds me of that uh, Windows ninety five ninety eight game Hover. Hover. I think it was called Hover, right? That's what this feels like. It feels like a a PC game. Like a real PC game. Nice mountains. Well, there's that one cloud. Oh, no, that wasn't a cloud. That's my... Oh, there's clouds there. There's a few clouds there. 
And the way they move reminds me of that uh, Hot Wheels game for the PC. Oh, slow-mo. Did you just drop some mines, man? Oh, that's not, that's a, that's a little overpowered. Just fill half the track with mines. Uh, you definitely hit a mine there, Bob. Oh, so what? Are they out of the game and they're dead or dead in real life? Because I feel like I would never let Bob and Enzo and Dot in the games if they would die for real. I would just send these ones and zeros in to fight the game. Beat them with numbers. Oh, that's the lap. I'm thinking that's a bomb. Oh, a little Superman, N64 Superman coming at you. Flipping through tubes. We're just building. Okay, there's the details. Oh, now I regret what I said. There's details in this. They were just teasing me. They left it nice and plain so they can fill her up. Dot's Diner is a sponsor. Look at that. <laughs> Dot's Diner is everywhere. Honestly, they got to make a Dot's Diner in space. Oh, that's the opening. That's the truck from the opening. Never to be seen again unless you watch the opening. Wait, wait a minute. Oh, God, I'm confused. Weren't they just standing? Um, and where did those jets come from? How did he... I guess he transformed into a jet. I'm not paying too good attention, apparently. So, if they're that worried, that means he's really dead, then. Uh, game Corruption. Huh. Anyways, I'm going to stop questioning Reboot because obviously there's some fantasy to it, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's going to explode. Oh, game corrupted. Hopefully they don't get deleted. Monocode Racetrack. Oh, that's cool. It's supposed to be like the Monaco Racetrack. Monaco Grand Prix, but it's Monocode. Clever. <laughs> I thought uh I thought for a second he actually was gonna drive over those that wall, the fire truck. Then the fire truck just kinda stumbled and went into the pit, but it's funny. Everything's just getting absorbed in that corrupted whatever that is. Vortex. Yep, it's a dark hole. Well done. I'm sure they were playing around with the uh, the mechanics in like the animation motion or whatever for back then, and they said, hey, we got to incorporate this in the game, and they were making things implode and explode and uh, do, do have weird effects. Oh, cool. So everyone's good. Everyone's okay. Whoa. The ga I get it. The game crashed. Dot's just standing there like, oh, oh, nothing happened. Look at, look at her just standing. Come on, Dot, get in there. Uh, 
Yeah, it's cool. I'm I'm just noticing the uh, the tracks in the sky there. Those tracks that I'm supposed to, I guess they're supposed to be like uh, see right above Bob's head. It's like flashing. It's cool. It reminds me of like uh, F Zero. See, there's uh, there's Megabyte just popping up, and and the window hits him literally. So you can if 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 ever Bob was driving or anything, Megabytes you can just knock him off of that, knock him off his butt and. With one of those windows. <laughs> Only the top blew off. Everywhere else is indestructible. That's a cool layer. That layer reminds me of uh, the ship from Beast Wars. Anyways, that was the end of the episode, guys. Um, yeah, that was it. Uh, got the credits now. But that was a pretty cool... Andrea Romano? Whoa. Is that the same, uh, that's the same Andrea Romano from, uh, from the DC stuff, the casting, uh, lady? If so, that's cool. Um, but I'm sure, I'm sure it's not though, but, uh, anyways, that was a really cool episode. The racing episode, what was it called? Uh, racing the clock, yeah. Yeah, so that was the second reboot episode, season one, episode two, a reboot, uh, yeah, I definitely remember watching this one on uh, YTV back in the day. Uh, I mean, if you think about it, Reboot played f- five days a week. And in some cases, you might have caught it even more than that if you had uh, other viewings during the day or on the weekends or something. But for, I want to say from 96, 97, 98, all the way up to 2000, for four years, Reboot was playing on TV uh, growing up. And... You you just saw it all the time. You saw the multiple episodes over and over. Sometimes you saw episodes once. Sometimes you never saw episodes again. Uh, I may have missed complete episodes for a while. I know, um, but yeah, I just remember remember it always being on. You knew the characters. You got to knew the, know them. Um, the way the show worked. You guys, you know, the way games came in, all this stuff. Uh, so yeah, it was just embedded in my culture, if you will. So. But anyways, ah, that was such a good episode. Ah, I think I'm going to watch another episode of Reboot. Uh, might not put it on right away, but I think I'm just going to watch another one. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, thanks for tuning along, everyone. Um, I want to reiterate that uh, uh, this is just a, an accommodated uh, version for you guys. So you can just watch it along with the episode. Um Stop the episode, pause the episode, do whatever you want. And uh, I'm going to start uploading some more podcasts, some more episodes. And uh, check us out on Twitter. I just uh, just set up the Twitter. Uh, So I think it's at TuneAlong on Twitter. Uh, Whenever I upload an episode of uh, TuneAlong, I'm going to put it on Twitter. Uh, Very shortly, we're going to have Instagram. I'm going to have maybe even a Facebook. And uh, just get the word out there because... Uh, I'd, I'd really like for these old shows to get a spotlight, spotlight again. Um, I think they're great. I think they deserve some merit. It's not to take anything away from the new stuff people are making, but I just don't want these shows to die off just because of age, you know? Um, you, you just look at the way the uh, Hanna-Barbera stuff uh, is no longer being viewed or seen, uh, only the mainstream stuff, you know? Uh, and even there, it's very scarce. Bugs Bunny, when do you, when do you ever see Bugs Bunny on TV? Um, so I, I feel like, you know, bringing it back, giving us a new life, whatever I can do for myself, even for myself, I want to bring in some new life in my own life. So uh, if I can share that uh, energy with other people, 
why not? Uh, so yeah, thanks for tuning along and, uh, have a great one, everyone. And, uh, we'll be talking soon. Bye. You just listened to a tune along podcast. If you like what you heard or have any comments or feedback, don't hesitate to check out more on iTunes, Spotify, and TuneIn radio, as well as Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube for more info. I'll see you next time. Ciao.